What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, Crypto Warriors, it's Archer Crypto back at it again. Today is Saturday, May 2nd, 2020. Don't listen to what people say, watch what they do. We have to take into consideration, you know what, action speaks louder than words, point blank period. In today's video, we don't talk about, or I'm going to cover uh, Bitcoin's performance over the past decade, and a little bit about the history of uh, the price history, recent news about JP Morgan and Goldman Sachs and what they have to say about Bitcoin and the warning that they have about Bitcoin and a history of uh, JP Morgan and Bitcoin and what they have done in the past and how shady they are. I am pumped for this video. Let's get into it. So with a quick Google search, the best performing asset ever, just Google search, and you'll see pretty much all the articles, well, not pretty much, all of the articles that come up on Google will have something to do with Bitcoin, every single one of them. So here we are. This is from Bloomberg back in uh, a few months ago, in December, on December 30th, 2019. So, what's that, five months ago, right? Bitcoin's 9 million percent rise this past decade leaves the skeptics, and I'm not going to click on it. I want you guys to come and D-Y-O-R, do your own research. Pretty much, that's what all the articles are going to be saying. You know, Bitcoin's, you know, 8.9 million percent ROI, basically not 9 million. The, the latest articles over the past day or two, will say Bitcoin has been the best performing asset for 2020. Next, Bitcoin's price history. This is from Investopedia. Investopedia, to me, is like the Google search for investing, all right? You you, you want to know uh, something about, or you have an, a topic that has to do with investing, and uh, you want to find out a little bit more about it, Typically, this is the, the first website that, that pops up and it's, it's a good source to have whenever you're doing your research on invest on uh, different assets and, and things of that nature. Yeah, it just goes through a history about, you know, the Bitcoin and the price history and the price discovery and all that good stuff. You know, when it start, gives you a little history and all that good stuff and just breaks it down and it's good. Again, come search it and do DYOR do your own research that's just two quick searches from you know using Google which led me to this page here right quick search the best performing asset ever and trying to find out a history about Bitcoin's price this whoa this was the the first uh, page that, that popped up now this is the article that I read earlier uh, from the Bitcoinist.com, JP Morgan and Goldman Sachs, or um, sh I shouldn't say Goldman Sachs, well, it is Goldman Sachs. Goldman advised clients to not buy Bitcoin, claims industry exec. This, it's got my blood boiling <laughs> because we know what they're doing and it's messed up that they're they're doing it to their own clients. It's one thing to, to try to fool the, the, the whole public and um, mislead uh, regular retail investors but when a client comes to you you're supposed to try to help that client to achieve 
their overall goal. Speaking from experience as a personal trainer, whenever my clients, whenever I meet a new client or whatever the case is, go over setting goal setting with them and try to help them to achieve their fitness goals. Try to help them to achieve their health goals. I don't mislead them. I don't sell them bro science. I don't BS them, period. All right. Because I could not only hurt them, but you know, they could further not recommend me if, if I'm a liar and if I'm misleading to them. Well, here we are. Advisor, this is just a synopsis right here, but let's, let's just get right into it. All right. So we have uh, JP Morgan, Goldman Sachs are advising their clients against purchasing Bitcoin, a unique asset whose US dollar rate has surged 8,000% um, 8, since 2009. Digital Asset Investment Management, a California-based digital asset wealth manager, alleged that it risked losing a vital client up on the intervention of the two financial moguls. The firm claimed that it has an institutional player who was ready to invest in Bitcoin, but changed his mind after speaking to his advisors at JP Morgan and Goldman Sachs. So two different companies and they're both advising him, stay away from it. And here's a quote from the digital asset investment management, Dame, Dame, I'm going to say Dame, all right, Dame. I have a client who was ready, I'm sorry, I have a client who was ready to buy Bitcoin and after talking to his advisors at JPM and GS told me he's not interested anymore, explained Adam Porcorn, Porcornicky Partners at Dime, or Dame, I'm sorry. I asked what they and instead of answering he asked me to explain in one sentence what the benefits are to buying bitcoin now in terms of proven results i i just showed you before coming to this page this is what uh buying bitcoin now means the price action the the amount it's just been the best performing asset since 2009. Over the past decade, it's been the best performing asset. This is what I tell anyone that asks me about buying Bitcoin. And as I've stated in my past few videos, that I've had more of my friends interested in Bitcoin and cryptos since mid-March when this whole economic and pandemic thing started so what do i tell them hey do you of course do your own research but it's also the best performing asset since 2009 point blank period actually the, the best performing asset ever in history point blank no questions about it and that you don't have to go all in on crypto you know, don't have to be a crazy person like myself and go all in on Bitcoin, but you can put one to 5% because this is what the experts say, right? Put one to 5% of your net worth, you know, or, or if you're investing uh, monies that you 
or willing, willing to lose, right, into Bitcoin and just kind of forget about it and come back to it, you know, a year or two later. Well, this um, client of, of uh, Dame is saying that JPM and GS is telling him, hey, stay the hell away from it, right? Uh, but we've seen in the past, and, and I've, I think I've stated this in the past, where in the past, when I first got was thinking about getting into Bitcoin and I started doing my, my own research on it and things of that nature, I would watch the CNBCs, the Fox Business News. And anytime Bitcoin came up, it was always in a negative light. So I stayed away from it. I, you know, did my search on the Internet and, you know, just do my own research, like I said. And I've always came across. Bitcoin being shunned in a negative uh, light or in a negative aspect. So, you know, it's for drug dealers, you know, it's for terrorists, me being a former Marine. Hey, I hear terrorists. I'm going to stay away from it. So here, there we go. Um, the case follows a long history of growing distrust between the established banking and the emerging cryptocurrency sector. Bitcoin's peer-to-peer -peer financial network allows people to transact value anywhere in the world at the cheapest rates. The cryptocurrency naturally poses a competition competitional threat to a much more expensive banking sector. If you want to send money from one bank to the next, you're going to pay a fee you know, uh, a wire transfer fee, and sometimes it takes days. It's just archaic, and, you know, you, you have to pay the, the toll collector, which is the bank. Things like Zelle, things like uh, Chase. I forgot what, what Chase have, but, like, it's some kind of instant pay through if you have uh, Chase bank Chase banking account, uh, you could send from one Chase account to the next. I think it's called Chase Pay. I may be wrong, whatever. But these things didn't exist before 2010 because I didn't even notice, know them to, to come, come up on my radar until maybe 2011, 2012-ish. And I want to say Zelle is something like 2015 or so, where as long as you have a, in a, in a bank account within the United States, you could send funds from one bank to the next and it's it, it's all you know it's basically instantly and it's it's fee it's uh zero fees and all these quote-unquote innovations that the banks have all of a sudden is all because of bitcoin because they saw the competition that they were getting uh with bitcoin that someone could send value over the internet worldwide with uh minimal fees so they they had to innovate because people were stepping away from them. Because if I could send an email in a fraction of a second, why can't I send money over the internet? It's, it's basically the same thing. It's just information over wires. They saw the competition for Bitcoin and they quote unquote had to innovate. They didn't innovate. They were running scared. That serves part of the reason why banks hate Bitcoin. In 2017, JP Morgan's chief, Jamie Dimon, marked the cryptocurrency as fraud while going as far as warning his staff with the sack if they traded Bitcoin, threatening his staff, saying, if you trade Bitcoin, I will fire you personally. I remember that video, all right? I remember him coming out and saying that. And that's, again, another reason why I kind of stayed away from Bitcoin, because as you know the history, if you know the history, in 2017, Bitcoin started to pump hard, 
right? From January, when I could have gotten in and gotten several Bitcoin at $900 a Bitcoin. And I kept staying away from it because of all the negative connotations associated with Bitcoin. Two years later, Bank of America admitted that Bitcoin could reduce its revenues in the long term. They're running scared. So they're going to they're going to tell their they're going to be uh, telling their clients to stay away from it because they don't want their clients to know that you could get a, a nine thousand nine million percent return. All right. That Bitcoin has ha has been the best performing assets since uh, 2009. They don't want their clients to know the truth. They're, they're hiding the truth from their client. But the cryptocurrency has since become less a payment technology and more an, an, and more an anti-fiat movement. That's what it is to me. It's a way to exit the system. This lying, cheating, debt-based system. That's what Bitcoin is to me. And I've stated that in, in my videos in the past. And I've also tell, told that uh, people that's been questioning about Bitcoin, you know, I tell them, hey, it's been the best performing asset and it's also a way to exit the system. It's a way to exit the system to, to, to get out of the system. A lot of people don't want to hear, want to hear all my uh, ideological ideas about or, or thoughts about Bitcoin. They just want to know, yo, let's talk about these gains. Rightfully so. Let's talk about these gains. So let's talk about it. You know, and I, I just tell them, do a quick Google search where I send them links, right? Or send them my, my ebook. Again, that's linked in the description below. A section of investors treats it has treats it as no it should be treated as a hedge against the booming inflation. Um, same as boomers consider gold is their safe haven. The cryptocurrency so far has delivered astonishing results to its long-term investors, and that's what it has. If if you've gotten into Bitcoin since two thousand nine, two thousand ten, two thousand eleven, that that three-year period, and you just pretty much held, you're sitting pretty right now. So let's let's go back to this this statement right here from uh, Mr. Uh, Jamie Diamond, twenty seventeen. Let's let's have a quick look, and you, that's the thing about the internet. Once it's out there, you can't you can't hide it. Once you've you've posted something or you've said something. And it's been all all over the news, especially somebody like Jamie Dimon. It's out there. Can't hide it, baby. So here it is. After after the boss calls uh, Bitcoin a fraud, J.P. Morgan buys the dip. According to public records of Nordnet trading logs, the two associated firms, J.P. Morgan Securities Limited and Morgan Stanley, bought roughly three million euro worth of XBT note shares. Interestingly. After the recent regulatory crackdown in China and the statements from J.P. Morgan's senior executive, Jamie Dimon, talking trash about Bitcoin, his firm bought the dip on September 15th. September 15th. When was this? 2017. Hmm. In fact, out of all the companies on this list, the Goldman Sachs, like Goldman Sachs and Barclays, the J.P. Morgan team of buyers purchase the most XPT notes. So there you have it. Um, manipulation at its best. And again, it's Goldman Sachs, it's Morgan Stanley, it's JP Morgan, it's all these big traditional financial firm types that they're out there manip they were able to manip manipulate the price, especially because uh, JB Nyman of who he is in the financial world and in the financial sector. He came out, trash Bitcoin, threatened to, to fire his his uh, employees personally, 
And now, days after, or weeks or whatever, after that, his company is buying up uh, Bitcoin. You know, not, not the physical asset itself, but a fund that track the price of Bitcoin. You know, why would they do that? It's because you got to watch what they do, not what they say. You know, it, it's, it's, it's all shady, man. Uh, here it is. Uh, I read that part already. Boom. So let's get down to it. And this is what he had to say to his client after he asked them, you know, give me the, the, the elevator pitch on Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a hedge against systematic risk. See, 2008 banking crisis, 2011 European uh, sovereign crisis, 2018 EM currency crisis, and now. <laughs> so there's always some kind of crisis and Bitcoin has always been that hedge against it. Right? He wrote in the, in the response uh, to Mr. Por Porkinicki. Uh, Porkinicki. I'm, I'm butchering that, that last name. Sorry. But you, you see it. Uh, Bitcoin has been that hedge against the system, so to speak. And yes, we've seen what JP, JP Morgan's Jamie Dimon uh, has come out and said, and then literally his company is buying up uh, funds that track the Bitcoin price. And not only that, we've seen Mr. Uh, Warren Buffett, all right, who to me, he's the best in, um, investor of the 20th century, come out and say that Bitcoin is rat, rat poison squared, but we've seen that Bitcoin has outperformed everything since 2009. And I'm not going to click on these uh, articles here, but I'll, you know, again, just, just come do a quick Google search. I'll, I'll leave a link to this page in, in the bottom and you could come and click on these different articles. And again, DYOR, check it out yourself. But the, the point is, don't watch, don't listen to what they're saying. Watch what they're doing. And this is just some, some of the same old tactics that they are up to when it comes to these big banking firms. And they're just running scared. Because if this client takes maybe 5% of his net worth and start dabbling in Bitcoin and he's seeing that that 5% is outperforming everything else, then think about it. He, he's going to be like, well, if I had put maybe 10% or 20% or shit, the whole friggin' bag in Bitcoin, maybe I would have been better off. And that's what they're worried about. They're scared, scared, scared. So don't listen to what they're saying, watch what they're doing, and they are investing in Bitcoin back to back all the time. So thanks for watching. It's Sergeant Crypto. Smash the like. Let's have a discussion in the comment section below. And I'm out. Peace.